This is going to be a very short episode. Why? Because for two reasons. One, I don't have a lot of time. And two, I don't have a lot to say. The surprising part is I'm covering 12 books. So uh, join me inside. Back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and as I said up top, I'm covering not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not se- all the way up to I'm not I'm covering twelve books. Twelve whole books. Berenstain Bears books, because this is Deep in Bear Country, and that's what I talk about. I talk about Berenstain Bears books. Now, why on earth would I cover 12 books. I once covered four books in an episode, and it literally almost killed me. Like, the books almost came through the door and just killed me at my table, at the desk. They almost murdered me where I sat. That's how that's how terrible that experience was. It was a bad idea. I thought to myself, well, these books are small, and these books are square. They can't possibly take that much energy to cover. And guess what? They sure did. So why would I, why would I cover 12 books? Well, First of all, because these books are not quite deserving of their own episodes, and two, because there isn't anything to say about them, beyond the novelty of what they are and why they exist. So this week, I am covering the 2012 release, The Berenstain Bears, Phonics Fun. I can read... Phonics from HarperCollins. It includes 12 books, features short and long vowel sounds, and these books exist for one reason. What's that reason? To entertain children with the parents. No, I'm kidding. They exist to let kids work on phonics, like help kids work on, like just on their ability to phonic i don't understand i don't really understand like what phonics actually are i know that in the 90s kids were hooked on them uh and i know that a lot of uh reading like education doesn't go the phonics route anymore there's many different ways to learn to read one thing you learn as a parent is that children learn to read in completely different ways the other fascinating thing that you learn as a parent is that the brain the human brain is not wired to read it's not something that we are evolved to actually do it's a skill that human beings invented in order to communicate it's a tool and not every brain is is set up to do it, uh, at least to do it efficiently. And so that's where when you get into the subject of, of uh, reading differences and reading disabilities, uh, it's not so much that your brain lacks something. It's simply that your brain is one of, honestly, millions of brains that just don't have that particular setup. It'd be like uh, if, if, if people who couldn't do gymnastics naturally were considered uh, someone who needed extra special help because gymnastics were just accepted as something that people could do. Reading is like that. So one thing that educators have done over the years is is work out different ways to uh, teach people's brains to adapt to this bizarre thing we've invented and, uh, and workarounds and additional help for people who need the help because unfortunately we live in a reading society so uh one of the ways they did this is through phonics and again like i said up top i'm not really i'm not an educator i didn't study phonics i mean i remember studying phonics 
in school, as far as I can tell, it just means it's like your basic reading thing where it's like, here's how a, a word is spelled. You sound it out and like each letter has a sound. And you, if you put all the sounds together, they make a word. So let's say you had a word like Frankenstein. You would look at the F and go F and the R and go R and the A and go A and the N, N and go N and the K and go K and the e, all the way through the word Frankenstein. And then you go F. And you would be like, why are we starting with this word? And your teacher would be like, I really like Frankenstein. And then you would say, I think you just gave the word away. And the teacher would say, let's start over. And she would present to you like zombie or skeleton or jack-o'-lantern. I'm sorry, this is the Halloween episode and I don't have a Halloween book to cover. So uh, that's phonics, I think. I think that's what phonics is. Uh, and not everyone learns that way. In fact, many people uh, agree that we don't learn to read that way. We actually learn to read by seeing the whole word and like our brain hard codes us to know simply. In, in any case, phonics. The bears love phonics. And so they created this set. I can read phonics, 12 books. But what are these 12 books? And why don't they deserve their own episodes? Well, I'll read you the titles of these 12 books and see if you can see if something bleeds through when I read you the title. See if this sounds like something. So they are The Berenstain Bears Batter Up, The Berenstain Bears Let's Sell It, The Berenstain Bears The Chipmunk, The Berenstain Bears <laughs> It's not a frog. The Berenstain Bears, the funny pup. The Berenstain Bears, family fun. The Berenstain Bears, ranch vacation. I'm not going to say the Berenstain Bears anymore. The sleepover, train ride, uh, search for gold, moo with an exclamation point, and the cute pony. If any of these, if any of this ring rings a bell. And these, you would not have heard these titles, but if any of these concepts rings a bell, it's because what, what these books are, they are, I can read books that we've covered uh, that have been further simplified, simplified to the point of almost incomprehensibility, uh, drastically shortened down to just a few pages, uh, resized so that they're square, shrunk down physically so they fit in the palm of your hand, and then tossed into a little box. These little boxes, I remember seeing things like this. You see, I would see that you see these on like tables and displays at like Barnes and Noble, half price books. They're usually you know, marked down. Uh, they're they're just these little gift, like these little boxy boxes. This is a boxes with a handle that kids can like carry a little set of books around in. I don't know how useful these things actually are in learning how to read, but they are marketable and they look cute on a shelf and it's a cute little box. So the box itself has the I can read banner at the top, but instead of a level number, it says phonics. Berenstain Bears, phonics fun. We have the bear family. We have mama, papa, sister, brother, and wait a minute. Uh, we have mama and papa, sister and bro brother, uh... Mama, Papa, Sister, Lizzie, I guess, maybe Lizzie, and a boy. Is it Barry Bruin? It's sure not Freddy. It's a cub with, it has to be Barry Bruin. It's a cub with a different hairstyle than other cubs. And this, it just, it, it 
weirds me out to see a cub whose hair doesn't look like brothers or sisters. Like they're not falling. It's not falling in those waves. It's like spiky. And uh, and they're all in their pajamas gathered around Mama and Papa who are sitting on the sofa who are reading to them berry tales. I think this is an illustration from a book. Is it from the sleepover? It might be from the sleepover. Uh, I, I believe it's from the sleepover because, yeah, it looks like Lizzie and Barry are there in the in that book for the sleepover. And, you know, forgive me, I never noticed that Barry Bruin was drawn with a different hairstyle. I never noticed that he was kind of his own bear. Uh, I want to point out that the sleepover also uh, has the cubs eating popcorn in bed, which is just awful. Like, I mean, eating in bed is terrible, like just because gross, but also like popcorn. It's wild. Um, so what these books are. With those 12 I-can-read books, not only simplified, not only reduced in in language and reduced in page number, but also kind of reduced, the story is altered in some of them, just because they don't care. They're not trying to tell you any kind of story. And obviously, the titles have been changed. So The Berenstain Bears Clean House, has been, which is the one where they go out to clean the attic and they decide to have a yard sale, is now called Let's Sell It, because... It's only a few pages long, and you were just focusing on the we're getting a yard sale together aspect of it. Uh, the Berenstain Bears and the Chipmunk, I think it's just called the Berenstain Bears and the Chipmunk still. Uh, but like uh, the family reunion is called Family Fun. Uh, the the And the Kitten is called, well, we'll get to that one. Uh, All Aboard is called Train Ride. Uh, the Shaggy Little Pony is called the Cute Pony. Because think of it, like certain words will not fit into, except, you know, uh, ranch vacation. I don't ranch. Va- is that visit Uncle Tex? Uh, I don't know. It's called ranch vacation now, and I can't imagine ranch vacation being an easy word for kids. What is this supposed? So all these books are supposed to be teaching certain things. So batter up, uh, which is the T ball book, uh, teaches the short A sound. Let's sell it. The short E sound. Chipmunk short I. It's not a frog. Short O for frog. Funny pup short U. Family fun. It's just a vowel review. Just like a family reunion is a family review. Uh, family fun is a vowel review. Uh, ranch vacation, long A. I get it. Vacation. Uh, sleepover, long E. Sleep. Uh, train ride, long I. Going on a ride. Uh, search for gold, long O. I love gold. Uh, moo is the long U and double O sound because you're not going to hit that long U very often. And the cute pony is a long vowel review. It's not a long vowel review. It's a long vowel review. You're reviewing long vowels. Uh, so that's yeah. That's the Berenstain. Those are the Berenstain Bears books. Now, what? When I say they reduced. They've reduced the stories. What exactly do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to use the Berenstain Bears' new kitten as our example. There's a bunch of examples I could do, but new kitten just really stands out to me because they don't just change. They don't because they they in order for it's called it's not a frog, which is it's kind of the hack 80s comedian joke about i can't believe it's not butter which is like you could literally call any product i can't believe it's not butter like that's anything that's not butter could be named that it's not a frog could be the name of almost any berenstain bears book <laughs> i mean most of them are not dealing with a frog so <laughs> the berenstain bears it's not a frog i also just want a poster of this i want a poster of brother and sister 
I don't know if you remember the cover of the new kitten. It's the kitten, the brother and sister kind of crammed together. The kitten's between them and the kitten has its paw on sister's nose. And there's something about the kitten putting its paw on sister's nose. The Berenstain Bears are drawn with like olive noses. They're, they're kind of like Snoopy's nose. It sits, they sit off their face. Like a, a real bear's nose, a snout, like a dog snout or a bear snout is the extension of its of its like the nose is the end of its snout like the snout continues and dead ends in a nose <laughs> just dead ends in a nose like humans don't really tend to dead end in noses uh but bears and dogs have i mean they're they are separate from the snout but they're kind of they're kind of attached they're kind of built in i mean that's not a pug like it, a pug its nose is sort of like more delineated but you think of a bear and how there's its snout and the nose is on the end Snoopy and the Berenstain Bears, their noses are black balls that seem to be connected to the to the front of their snout by like, I don't know how they're how they're supposed to be attached by like, like just tissue or like lig ligament, uh, some kind of some kind of viscera. I don't know. They look like you could rip them off in a fight. That's a horrible thought. They look like you could pop them off like a ripe cherry. Uh, it's disgusting. But when the kitten puts its paw on sister's nose like this it really calls it its paw is kind of wrapped around the top of it like capping the top of this bulbous like round it's not even a bulbous nose it's a round separate nose it's an olive they have olive noses and the kitten's paw is kind of cradled across the top like a little knit hat just it calls attention to the nose is, is the point i'm getting at i'm sorry that i'm keep calling it a kitten clearly it's not a frog the berenstain bears it's not a frog so, if you remember from the new kitten, brother is out looking for frogs. He finds a lost kitten uh, that's trying that's like caught in the lake. It's all covered in mud. Uh, Too Tall shows up. He thinks Too Tall is going to try to hurt the kitten, but Too Tall has a heart of gold. Uh, when it comes to kittens, he loans brother his hat. Brother takes the kitten home in the hat. Uh, Mama cleans the kitten up. She washes off the mud, and uh, they dry it off. Uh, the dog, little lady, isn't crazy about the kitten being there, but they decide to name the kitten Gracie because she's gray. Uh, Mama is worried that the dog and the cat aren't going to get along, and the dog and the cat don't get along until the kit cat kitten fights back. Hits little lady in the nose with her sharp, tiny claws. Little lady gets upset and runs away. Uh, we have this weird exchange between brother and papa where he's like, won't the cat try to kill the fish? And papa's like, no, they're good friends, which I guess fine. And uh, then they have a new kitten, and they take it to the vet. The vet checks it out, says to give little lady 20 hugs a day. They come back home, and the kitten and the puppy are happy, and Gracie says mew mew, and that's the end of the story. It's about how they get a new kitten. It's about how they get Gracie. It's not a frog is mostly about the fact that this cat's not a frog. So <laughs> we have the illustrations where we have the, an illustration where brother is at the, at the old swimming hole, and looking over his shoulder, there's a little kitten trying to climb out of the hole, uh, going mew mew. And the narration, uh, which in the original book uh, says, One day Brother Bear was hunting bullfrogs. He was about to catch a big one. He heard a tiny mew mew. It was a kitten. The kitten was trying to climb the muddy bank of the pond. The kitten was so covered with mud that you couldn't tell what color it was. The other book says, brother wants the frog. The frog is on a rock. Next. <laughs> the next page is brother getting the kitten out of the pond. So in the original book, it's a two-page spread. 
On the left-hand side, you see two tall crawling out from under a bush. What you got there? From the bushes. And uh, Brother's worried about two tall being there. In the next page, Brother is holding the kitten, and he says, never mind what I've got. And he's looking at two tall on the next page. He's, his, his, his eyes are shifted over to the right. He's holding the kitten, and he has this look on his face, like, I am not here to mess around too tall. It's a, it's a, it's a disdainful look. It's a leave-me-alone look. It is not a happy look. Now, what's funny is... In It's Not a Frog, we have the exact same picture of brother. Because, oh, and, and in this book, the, the pictures are only on the right side. The narration is on the left. So we only have the right-hand side of the image. Brother, It's just brother holding this kitten. The narration says, brother stops. He sees a kitten in the pond. That's it. But we don't get the image of Tutal, but we do have Brother looking very disdainful and angry. Now, the only other thing happening in this picture is a frog is hopping off the rock. So it looks like Brother is just done, has had it with that frog. Mostly because in the previous picture, Brother's trying to get that frog. And now he's just angry that he lost a frog. It's it's very funny because it's just, it's it's a complete, just has nothing to do with what's happening in the story. Then we have Brother bringing the kitten home. We have a picture of him bringing the kitten home uh, into Charles' hat, which I guess you can't tell it's a hat, but you're wonder- like, if, you, if you thought about it for two seconds, you'd be like, what? what is he holding the kitten in? By the way, we're halfway through the book. Like, we are already at the staples. It's not a... F- okay, Brother shows what he got from the pond. It's not a frog. It- oh, sorry. The book is called It's Not a Frog. The narration says, it is not a frog. It is a kitten. Then we have some pictures of Mama washing the kitten in a bowl, uh, washing off the mud. It just says Mama cleans the kitten with cotton and hot water. Then we see Gracie, uh, not Gracie, we see little lady growling at Gracie, whose name isn't Gracie in this book. The cubs want to keep the kitten, but they forgot about their dog. They do not get along. Then we see the kitten bopping little lady on the nose. It says, kitten bops the dog. A frog would have been a better pet. And they've superimposed a picture of the frog from the beginning over this picture. And it's looking at the reader like, huh? Huh? And then you turn the page and you're done. That's the end. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. Uh, They find a kitten and we decided that it, I don't know what they're going to do now. Are they going to send it back? Like, is that how you end the story? You just, because they're like, "Ah, frogs are better than cats. Like, that's, that's how it is. A frog would have been a better pet. Uh, The end. The end. Uh, sorry, kids. We're taking the we're taking the cat back and throwing it back in the pond. We're gonna get one of them frogs because clearly, uh, the cat can defend itself, and we don't want that in the bear household. Now, of course, the point of this book is not to entertain a child. Although, I mean, I guess the point is to entertain a child while doing what it says on the last page, which is, in this story, you will read or hear words with the short o vowel sound. Look for these words in the story and sound them out along. Dog, got, pond, bops, forgot, hot, rock, cotton, frog, not, stops. Here are some sight words. I don't know what that means, but there here are some sight words. A, the, wants, about, they, would, from, to, sees, want. And then finally, here are some fun Berenstain Bears words. Brother, cubs, kitten, mama. So I guess they're like going up and, well, I don't, is cotton less difficult than wants or about? I don't know. What are sight words? Someone in the audience, explain it to me. What are sight words? I don't know. But that's it. Like that's the Berenstain Bears 
It's not a frog. It's not a frog. I mean, they weren't lying. It's not a frog. Uh, and if you look at like, let's sell it. Um, basically, that just that's you know, Berenstain Bears clean house, and it starts off. It says, you know, our house is a mess. We help Mama clean. They go upstairs. Uh, well, it just says, let's have a yard sale. Let's sell our old stuff. Mama says, let's sell this bent pole. It still works well. And she's holding a old fishing pole, and then she says, let's sell this teddy bear. He's not looking well. And she's holding a torn up teddy bear. And sister says, uh, sister says, let's look at the spot from a red pen. She's holding up a stained cushion. Do you think it will sell? And then you turn the page and the bears are all taking their stuff upstairs. It says, we felt sad selling our stuff. No yard sale today. That's it. Like that's how the book ends. And then when you look at the, when you look at the phonics words, it's like, uh, felt, uh, sell, well, uh, then you get to like sight words like hour and have, and then the bear and same bears words are clean, mama, teddy bear, like words like that. So I think you kind of get what's what the point of these books is. It's not to make a kid feel like they just read the greatest thing in the world. So like train ride, uh, which we covered because they're they're you know going to Grizzlyville uh, on the Bear Country Express. The Cubs are excited. They're going for a ride on a train. Uh, it's time to go. The bears step inside. The bears look outside. They ride by their house. They ride by the farm. They ride by town. They see a slide behind a school. They see cars and lights. They see signs. The cubs are tired of looking outside. They want to drive the train. Woohoo! Like, that's it. That's it. And then you're, you're supposed to learn long I sounds. And these are the more advanced words. Like, this is the later, like, the long I sounds. Like, so behind, excited, lights, inside, ride, shiny, time. Tired, outside, high, drive, sight words, looking, there, they want. Here's some fun Berenstain Bear words. Farm, house, school, town, train, and the best Berenstain Bear word, woohoo. That's literally one of the Berenstain Bear's words. Woo-hoo. Just remember that. Next time you say woo-hoo, you're using a Berenstain Bear's word. Um, I'm not going to cover all of the books in this set. That would be fundamentally ridiculous just know that family fun ranch vacation and search for gold are all available uh if you want to buy this set uh i mean i i think you can still buy this set uh you may have to buy it used do you have to buy this set used uh, let me just take a look is it still available for sale because you're gonna want to pick this up uh, you can still buy it. You can still buy it. Uh, it's it's out there. It's like $12. It's nothing. It's, yeah, a, a buck a book. What a steal. You can buy it used for $5. Like, it's, and, and these things, this isn't like, this isn't just something the Berenstain Bears did. Like, there's a Pete the Cat one. There's a Pinkalicious one. All these, all these little storybook collections, they just took them and reduced the stories down to next to nothing, and that's it. Uh it says builds a foundation for a lifetime of reading fun i guess uh they are attributed solely to mike berenstain so uh so these are these are mike products i am going to assume that if i asked mike about these books he would have next to no memory of them or if he did he wouldn't have much to say it's very clear what happened they got a deal to do this and he re reduced the books down to their to their essences uh there's not really a whole lot else to say it's definitely not a rock or a frog it's definitely not a frog um 
Pam whacked the ball. She ran fast. Pam ran and ran. Uh, It's weird. Uh, One of the reviews on Amazon says uh, they're typical Berenstain Bear stories. However, uh, with words like whacked, everyone, was, how, and showed, this is not a typical beginning reader phonics-based book. Uh, They said I was expecting more CVC words that followed the simple rules of sounding out words and this is a per- the person who reviewed it was a, pri- a retired primary teacher. Uh, so what they're referring to is CVC words. Um, uh, or, well, this, uh, there's CVVC, CCVC, CVCC, CVC, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, CVC words. I just, I want to explain this to you. And I want, I, I mean, this is something I've heard of, but... Uh, CVC words are three-letter words uh, that follow the spelling pattern consonant, vowel, consonant. CVC words have a short vowel sound spelled with three letters, A, E, I, O, or U, like cat, hen, pig, dog, cub. Uh, these are the first words children learn to read applying phonics or their knowledge of common sound letter spellings. And so uh, I'm going to assume that like CVVC is like hoot, things like that. Uh, so yeah, so what she, what this reviewer is saying is, uh, kind of what I was saying, like the the words are, they don't seem to be following any real rules beyond the vowel sound in them. So, uh, yeah, if, if your if your child is having difficulty picking up reading, probably not the best place to start. But a lot of people seem to enjoy them. Uh, there's a lot of five star reviews on here, and people seem to think that they're good for their kids. But what do we know? What do we know? We're just consumers on this rock called the Earth. So, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. This was the Berenstain Bears 12 book phonics fun, including 12 mini storybooks featuring short and long vowel sounds. My first I can read phonics paperback set from 2013. Did I say 2012 at the beginning or 2013? Don't remember. The set of 12 simple and fun Berenstain Bears storybooks for the preschool or kindergarten classroom it says here they were reviewed by a phonics expert so i don't know uh according to the national institute of child health and human development a child who's learned phonics has a method to recognize familiar words and decode unfamiliar ones so go for it if your kid's brain works that way if their brain doesn't work that way i don't know get something else get something else but if you're a berenstain bears collector you really should own these books. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. That's the Berenstain Bears phonics fun. Uh, no real notes on the characters. They don't really do anything. Uh, they just act like the bears do, except with fewer words describing them. Uh, if you have the uh, I Can Read books already, you know what the illustrations look like. They look like the I Can Read illustrations, except on smaller pages and isolated more with fewer words around them. Uh, it comes in a handy box, I guess, as a selling point. Um, but that's it. So you can find me on Twitter at Bearcast. You can find me on Facebook at Deep in Bear Country. Listen to my other podcasts. I do Pizza Toast with Christy Admiral. We are covering, we just covered uh, Shrinking Violet and its film adaptation, Radio Rebel. And we're going to be doing the book and movie of Moxie. So if you're interested in that kind of YA stuff, give it a listen. Uh, I also have It's Del Toro time that I do with my daughter Willow, and we are currently covering Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, the Netflix horror anthology series. So if you like that show, check out our commentary on it. We just chat. It's, we, we, you know, 
we're no, it's like listening to this, except with another person there. Uh, except when I have another person here, which I frequently do. But not recently, because that's a lot of planning. Uh, so take care of each other. Have a great Halloween. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. And I will see you all next time deep in Bear Country.